on May 20, 2001, National Polygamy Advocate Mark Henkel was on London, England's Talk Sport Radio with Charlie Wolf. This rare interview from the year 2001 was recorded using imperfect audio cassette tape technology. Although the sound quality of this interview is unfortunately less than optimal, it is still being made available here for history and archiving purposes. Thank you for understanding and for listening to this rare interview from 2001. Are they weirdos or aren't they weirdos? Oh, we've been talking to Steve McKinley, and uh, he's in Utah. Now, just to kind of break the mold here, let's go and talk with a guy by the name of Mark. Mark represents, uh, we'll get back to Steve in just a second, uh, an organization called Truth Bearer, uh, and it has a site, truthbearer.com. What sort of polygamy are you into, uh, Mark? Christian polygamy. All right, now, yeah, you, when we first spoke, you said, yeah, I represent Christian polygamy, and, I, and, and you're kind of specific as to what that means. Yes. Well, the difference between Christian polygamy and Mormon polygamy is that uh, Mormon polygamy first starts with the idea of their founder, Joseph Smith, had some revelation, and they call it Doctrine and Covenants 132, and then their Brigham Young said that there's some uh, pre-existence of souls, and they have to have as many children, and, and uh, as possible, which was their whole idea for the reason why they had to have four wives to have supposedly righteous bodies of Mormonism, supposedly, for uh, all these souls to be born into. Mm-hmm. Christian polygamy has none of that. It's not based on any of that kind of theology whatsoever. What's your theology? It's really based on the Old and New Testament scriptures that the Christian marriage model is that of Christ loving the churches so much that he laid down his life for them in what Christians would refer to as Ephesians chapter 5, 22 to 25. And that's, it's purely Old and New Testament scripture based, nothing added, nothing removed, purely based out of standard conservative scripture-believing okay. Christianity. So, uh, I mean, to, to be fair, as, as I understand it, and uh, having lived in Salt Lake for a number of years, I have a bit of an understanding. The concept of celestial marriage, as, as the Mormons call it, and I'm, I'm sure Steve will... Uh, actually, let's bring, I'll, I'll bring Steve in here just very quickly. Steve, uh, as I understand it, the concept of celestial marriage, yeah, you're, like you say, getting these, these, these little spirits down from the pre-existence to go into nice Mormon families, but that can be done with one family... Or many families, you know, they're still believing they're doing that now in monogamous relationships. So, you know, I, you, I, do, do you guys come together in the fact of you both want to see polygamy legalized? Well, well, yes, uh, I, and you know, Mark is Mark is uh, correct, and I I agree with Mark hundred uh, percent. I I think that uh, there are men who use their priesthood and their authority and rule with an iron hand, and they they're motivated by different things. But when it comes down to it, uh, you know, it is it is uh, pure Christianity. It is it is purely uh, for the benefit of the family as a whole. Uh, I'm not looking for numbers. I I I'm 
married to two women because I've only found two women in the world who love me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, I would lay down my life for them and, and serve them and honor them and respect them. Uh, I'm not I'm not out for numbers. It, that's not what I'm about. Right. Uh, how did you feel, uh, uh, Mark, looking at this from outside the state of Utah? And, you know, you were seeing this Tom Green case. What were your thoughts on that? On the, on the, the ramifications? Yeah. Well, there are uh, a number of individuals that are, uh, a number of us that are quite concerned about this particular situation, that uh, it would seem that the anti-polygamists would not have had uh, much ability to raise up uh, political furor, as it were, against polygamists, were it not for uh, a combination of the agitation that John Green himself was doing with going on trash TV shows over and over and over, you know, and, and, and making a circus act out of the situation from Jerry Springer show to Sally Jesse Raphael and that that kind of required uh, at least to look into it that the state of Utah would do so then as they do so they come across aha they have some additional extra baggage such as the criminal non-support for which he was just uh, found guilty as well as another court trial that he will be having pending where the first wife in this situation uh, they're accusing him of actually uh, rape of her as his 13-year-old stepdaughter, who at the time of the supposed first marriage with her, that she was 13 years old and she had been his stepdaughter at the time. Mm. You've got the whole father-daughter dynamic that uh, has gone on there. Yeah. That whole extra baggage was understood by the anti-polygamists as just the extra food for fodder they needed to raise up uh, such uh, hostility to try to associate that baggage, which most of us polygamists actually, that's not anything we have anything to I mean, do with. In some respects, as far as governments are concerned, is it almost like the gays in the military sort of thing? In other words, we just don't, we, we know it goes on, we don't like it, but we just don't want to know. To an extent, that is the case. In fact, many of the families that are, are out there, that they wouldn't even really be all that much concerned. We're in such a society that keeps promoting this tolerance, tolerance, tolerance idea, and th that many of these families haven't indeed been able to uh, be, uh, be able to not be as concerned. Uh, but now, with this kind of hostility, you know, it's, uh, it's only going to associate the word polygamy, which it only is a word that establishes the idea of relationship, meaning polygamy. Me, for example, one man with many wives, that's just a relationship issue. People may abuse the way they apply that, but the word itself, polygamy, only means what it means. It's yeah. the relationship aspect. Yeah. And well, unfortunately, polyandry, for instance, is the opposite of that. You, you, as you said, it's one one, uh, one woman, many men. And the actual charge is bigamy. Right. Bigamy itself is, is the, the legal terminology for uh, you know for the crime of actually having uh, more than one legally married wife. Hmm. Uh, and that, that's the actual legal terminology that's used for it. Anyway, the problem is that with this situation with the term Green case is that it allows the propaganda to come out to associate and train the, the masses, as it were, to believe that polygamy equals all this extra baggage. Yeah. And it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, it absolutely doesn't. Steve, you, you're obviously closer on the scene to this. Uh, uh, Tom Green, do you, know, you know Tom? Yes, yes, I do. And uh, I, I feel like... Uh, 
I've known Tom for the past six years, and and uh, I I was standing right there on his property when the smoke was still coming from his house that burned down, and his little boy lay there uh, still in the ashes that died in that fire. Now you'll have to you'll have to forgive me because that's that's a new one on me again. We're we're in England, so I don't have the full story. What yeah. what happened there? Well, that that was that was where this whole criminal non-support issue uh, comes from. Now, what year was that? Um, 
Why don't you quit his life? Well, I don't know, Charlie. There may be those who think that this is a trash show. What are we doing talking about it? There's no need to do, yes. I want to see that. It's a two-edged sword, you know. Either either you talk about it and you you enlighten people's minds to how, how things really are. And I think we've gotten off the topic of what polygamy is really about. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's not, that's not the issue. But who of us don't have skeletons in our closet? Who of us, you know, if the government really came in with a magnifying glass, would be able to stand uh, pure and clean before the public? Uh, you know, I, I still maintain, although I don't, I don't agree, uh, I would not myself personally marry a 13-year-old girl or one of my stepdaughters. I would not do that. But uh, on the other hand, uh, you know, I, it's a, it's a good family. They, it, it's turned out well. It hasn't harmed anyone. Uh, I would agree with that, and it was to that, to that extent, was actually one of the reasons why I turned down to Sally Jesse Raphael, is because I was put in a uh, manipulated position that they were trying to get me to be in an opposition to him in the last November episode. Right. And it is for that reason. I acknowledge that there is no doubt uh, a lot of... Uh, Loyalty to each other in the family. A lot of a lot of uh, gentle spirit does appear to be there. I agree with all that. Mm -hmm. uh, my heart goes out to the whole family in the situation. Uh, I think I, it is the self-seeking that then created this situation that is only going to become more of a problem for us. And we can either sit back and be just apologists for this other baggage that is going to destroy us, or we're going to be able to go forward and people have to know that when they hear this case, that absolutely, positively, the word polygamy does not mean pedophile, does not mean marrying your own daughter in your household, does not mean a 13-year-old girl. Oh. Polygamy means polygamy, and that's what we have to do. Otherwise, the anti-polygamists are going to hammer that issue home and going to destroy us. All right. Mark, Steve, hold on just a minute. We'll, uh, and just a minute. We'll try and get a quick little bit of history. Uh, I don't know. I've probably got two biblical scholars here, <laughs> Mark and Steve, because, uh, you know, this thing's been going on uh, around a lot longer than the United States of America. This goes back to your Old Testament, so we get a bit of a history on this. And also, your calls, 087-40-50-60. We also hope to talk to a wife. We're trying to get our hands on a wife, so to speak. Get our hands on a wife. And see from a woman's point of view, okay? 0870-4050-60 is our number. Charlie Wolf here on Talk Sport. We'll run up a couple calls in just a minute. If you have some questions for our guests, what do you think should appeal to you? It's 0870-4050-60. Our, uh, our two guests on the phone right now. Mark from truthbearer.org, uh, who is a believer in Christian polygamy. And uh, Steve McKinley is from the Committee for Religious Freedom in, uh, in Manti, Utah. Hey, very quickly, let me, before we start getting into the history of all of this, um, let me ask the question. Uh, every guy asks, and, and funny enough, from my own, ex well, not personal experience of polygamy, but from living in Utah and from my study of, of, of their uh, dealings with polygamy, it's not about the nookie, is it? No. Ab absolutely not. No. I any man that has, if, if you think that uh, polygamy is about sex, then you haven't been married long enough. <laughs> Very 
very well said. I very well. I heard in the early days of the Mormon church, most most guys, was, it was only the very righteous, and most of them, you know, is the last thing they, you know, matter of fact, a lot of Mormon guys now, from what I'm told, are scared to death that it, you know, ever should be legalized and come back into the church you know, and have their bishop show up and say, oh, brother so-and-so, we like you to meet. One wife is enough trouble, huh? <laughs> and, you know, that's that's what uh, most people are critical of. They they believe that it, they believe that it's about sex, and it really isn't. It's about family. It's about uh, um, you know commitment and relationships. It's an opportunity for a woman. It's a woman's right. It's a woman's choice. You know, she can she can uh, marry any man that she chooses, whether he's married or not. Mm -hmm. You know, if he if he appears to be a good uh, husband and a good father, then she can look at that and she can say, well, yeah, I'd like to marry that man. Okay. Uh, I, I have a brief uh, little uh, thing my wife uh, told me when, and she just walked in the door. Oh, okay, good. Um, well, hopefully we'll have a chance, we'll see if we get a chance to chat to her. She, uh, she told me when I first met her, uh, she said, uh, you know, Steve, uh, men are like parking spaces. All the good ones are taken and the rest are handicapped. <laughs> and, and so I, I, came, I came back to her and I, and I said, well, have you ever considered double parking? <laughs> so, all right, let me put a spanner in the works here, okay? If, if it's it's okay on religious beliefs to, to practice polygamy, what about polyandry? Um, you know, I... I uh I'm very open-minded, and I, I support anyone's lifestyle, whatever they choose to do. They should have uh, freedom to do what they like. Uh, 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 yeah. people. Mark, let me go. Well, I want to make a clarification, first of all. The word polygamy itself is sort of a parent word that you could say the children words are polygamy and polyandry. Right. Polygamy being the neuter for either polygamy or polygamy. Oh, okay. It's one or the other. But now, if you put the adjective, the word Christian, which is certainly different from the Mormon theology, and and I know that Mormons do uh, believe that uh, they're Christian from their own paradigm and presupposition, while at the same time recognizing that uh, generally uh, conservative Christians that do not uh, adhere to anything LDS whatsoever uh, would not consider that uh, within the same paradigm. Okay. Well, here, recognizing that, that, that polyandry would be considered adultery uh, and would not be something that would be considered Christian. So when you put the word Christian before the word polygamy, then it's automatically polygamy. How, how, is, how is it? Explain the difference how because a lot of women i'm sure now eyebrows have gone up and they're saying well, wait a minute how come it's one way for the guys that, why is it suddenly if one woman should have more than one man you know we're, we're talking the amazon here possibly why why is that why is that adultery mark well i well i can get into a scriptural discussion if that's give, 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 me a, give me give me a brief so we're not getting too heavy so give me one brief one or two brief scriptures just so the word adultery first appears as a hebrew word we have to remember that the scriptures come to us not in the english language but actually in the hebrew the Old Testament and the Greek text for the New Testament. So, and when you go to the original text, the Hebrew word for thou shalt not commit adultery uh, in Exodus 20, verse 14, is the Hebrew word naaf. And the word, na word naaf means woman that breaketh woodlock. It does not mean man or woman. So it is whenever a person or whenever a husband is causing a woman to break wedlock or the woman is breaking wedlock herself, that itself is the act of adultery. Now, if a man marries one woman and marries 
sees another woman, no woman is breaking her wedlock, therefore no adultery is occurring. Mm -hmm. And that, that's why, for example, only 22 verses later, after the seventh commandment, in the Ten Commandments of Thou shalt not commit adultery, 22 verses later in Exodus 21, 10, it says, if he take him another wife, her food, her raiment, and her duty of marriage shall he not diminish. And in another book, a couple books later, Deuteronomy 21, 15, if a man have two wives. And so the point is, is it's right there in the scripture that a man can have more than one wife and that it's not adultery and even only 22 verses after the thou shalt not commit adultery in verse it's right there it's okay and that, that, that's just you're, you're, stunning, you're stunning me here with your knowledge <laughs> <laughs> boy you did a lot of rope memorization didn't you in your day all right but hold on let's 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 let me throw a spanner in the works okay we're talking political now okay yep. so so here's people like like yourselves and you're saying well you know my first amendment rights the freedom of, of expression and the right to practice my religion uh, as i serve you Therefore, if if we legalize polygamy or polygamy, as, as as you were saying, Mark, does that not mean that we'd have to also make it a free? What about gay marriages? I, I'm, I'm sure that flies right in the face with the both of you would believe in. Here's what I would start with. First of all, that the whole issue of government thinking it even has authority to define marriage is itself for the uh, for what I would say my fellow conservative scripture believing Christians is itself a form of idolatry because God is the definer of marriage and not government and unfortunately it is oftentimes my fellow conservative scripture believing Christians that look to the government to be the definer of what is considered marriage what isn't when government never had a, had a business in doing that in the first place hmm. because if you look for example the many of the men in the scriptures there wasn't a government around saying thou art proclaimed to be married there was no government saying they were married would we say they're not married because they didn't have a government saying it? of course not the point is that government never had that authority in the first place so it's not so much that we need to determine well we'll let this and we won't let that we'll let polygamy we won't let polyandry that's not even the issue the issue is government never had the authority in the first place because indeed marriage is a god-given institution not a government granted institution and as accordingly you will not find the issue of marriage in the Constitution, that first goes to the Tenth Amendment that says if it isn't in the Constitution, then the government doesn't have, the, the federal government doesn't have the authority to do it, it's been reserved to the states or the people, respectively. Right. And then that goes to the First Amendment, that the religious aspect of, of marriage, because it is a God-created institution, government doesn't have that authority to begin with. So then, if government doesn't have that authority, you have no debate about homosexual rights for marriage and, and, and polyandry rights for marriage and polygamy you have no debate whatsoever because government doesn't have that authority in that place to begin with in the United States, according so, to the so United so, so, so therefore, though it would not be recognized by a church, if gays wanted to live together and say they're married... Well, whatever churches are, are you know, churches are do what churches would do. I mean, my point being is that looking to the federal government for the definition of marriage, the marriage license, mm -hmm. and the what is. But well, you have to on things. You know, there is a, a civil side. You know, property rights and and pensions and so forth and so on. So, but now you're just dealing with contractual law. Okay. Now it's an issue of contracts, and I agree that contracts are an important matter. But again, the definition of marriage itself is because it is a creation of God, not a granting of government. Government has no business being involved in that, and because you don't see the word marriage in the Constitution, the Tenth Amendment clearly prohibits government even involving itself, and then the First Amendment, the free exercise of religion, makes it quite clear that because marriage is an institution of God, not of government, 
government should not be abridging the fair exercise thereof. Okay. Mark? Um, uh, Mark makes some interesting points. Uh, I, I think there, there's one aspect. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter whether the government's right or not. Who's going to lock Tom up? You know, whether they have a right to regulate marriage, they, they've gone and done it. They're going to lock him up for his religious belief. Actually, guys, guys, I'll give you an even better one in just a minute, and, and we'll also set it up so we can take some calls. We've got some people standing by, and then in a little while, uh, we'll hopefully talk with uh, with Steve's wife, and maybe some ladies would like to talk to her as well and, and see what it's like. Yeah, I, I've got one. You know, we're talking about all of this. I'll throw one at you. And they'll probably, as, as Christians, as most of you as Christians, uh, will we'll probably appall you. So we'll do that in just a second. 1089-1053, medium wave. You're listening to Charlie Wolf talking polygamy this morning here on Talk Sports. Let's go to the lines. Ray's in Birmingham. Ray, good morning. You're on Talk Sports. Hello there, Charlie. Uh, um, I wanted to raise a, a brief point. I mean, um, I was a Mormon from the age of about seven onwards, and now I've left the religion and just go to England. But um, we were always taught that when Brigham Young and uh, Smith, Joseph Smith, yeah, Joseph Smith, actually made their pilgrimage to Utah, they were so devastated by the attacks by Indians that by the time they reached there, the male-to-female ratio was about seven to one. And what they agreed was that uh, they would take seven wives per, per, per male person, not as a sexual thing, but just taking from a roof over their head mm. and food and shelter and whatever else until the crisis was over, until the, um, until the ratio was all back to one to one. Now, that's, that's not something I've, I've heard, Ray, but I, I have heard, actually, and, and uh, I'm sure that, uh, Steve, you can back me up on this, some of the wives that Brigham Young had, because, again, the, the Mormon belief, as I understand it, is to get to the highest kingdom of heaven, to have a celestial marriage, you have to be married and sealed in a Mormon temple. And, and I guess there was this thing about this, uh, 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 this fortunate uh, balancing of the sexes. So sometimes, if Brigham Young, say, married a young lady, she was going to procreate with and she had an older sister. He sort of adopted her in and would marry her, in a sense, like you said, so she could get to that kingdom of heaven and also have a roof over her head. Am I right on that, Steve? Uh, yes, yes, you are. Uh, some of the statistics here... Sorry, guys. Some of these statistics aren't exactly correct. Joseph Smith didn't come west. He died at Nauvoo uh, before they even came west. And, in fact, Brigham Young and Heber C. Kimball married many of Joseph Smith widows. They were widows. Uh, Joseph had been martyred, and uh, and they never uh, they never had intimate relations with these women. They so they were civilly married them. In other words, exactly. They they just took care of them because it was the honorable thing to do. And uh, you know, I, I see uh, I see a lot of people do that in polygamy. You know, they. Uh, I mean, it's just a good thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, I would also like to insert, however, that it, it's. It is not correct to continue to suggest that the word polygamy means Mormon. Oh, yeah. It means the whole history of, uh, you know, Mormon history. And, in fact, just in the, the Associated Press had an article today where they said polygamy began in the 1840s, Talk, you know, with the whole Mormon thing. Talk about totally inaccuracy. I mean, if anything, polygamy goes back to the Bible, has absolutely nothing to do with Mormon theology or the, or the, the, hmm. the, the celestial concept. None of that is is what, you know, the standard uh, scripture-believing Christians would, ha would have any kind of theological basis for. So it's important to, while, you, while you, it's, you know, it's
acceptable to talk about various things, such as the Mormon polygamy, it is also important to make it absolutely clear that that's not what Christian polygamy is, and that polygamy itself does not mean Mormon theology. Polygamy does not mean po Mormon history. Right. Polygamy does not mean Joseph Smith, Brigham Young. They were merely individuals of a religion called Mormonism, or LDS, that... Had a theology uh, that included polygamy with this idea of pre-existence. How did they get to be such I, a? I would, I would go. Uh, I would go one step further than Mark. Uh, and in fact, uh, the predominant religion of the world is not Christianity, but the Muslim religion. And, and uh, I, I would go back to pre-Christianity and say that that's when polygamy really started. Abraham wasn't a Christian. Uh, neither were Jacob and, and Isaac. Well, yeah, but Muslim is 600 A.D. Then that begins with the prophet Muhammad and all that. So, well, you know, you know, so no question. I, I agree that if you go back to, I mean, if you go to the first biblical recorded is, of course, Lamech. But, of course, that's not a positive example. Yeah. <laughs> no, but as, as he's right, Abraham, Abraham, was, Abraham was obviously not even Jewish. Abraham, I mean, Abraham was, was the, the first, obviously. Well, uh, Jewish, of, 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 he, was, he was the first of the chosen people. Judaism started with Judah. Well, which was one of the sons of oh, Israel, yeah. which was, the, you know, so Judah was simply the, the great-grandson yeah. of I mean, I'm oh, speaking, obviously speaking technically, uh, you know, uh, I mean, honestly. The word Hebrew comes from Eber, which was a few generations up from Abraham yeah. to, uh, to Shem. And, you know, uh, the gentleman that was on just a minute ago, he, he says that he what he was a Mormon, and now he's Church of England. Uh, the Church of England was began because uh, uh, King Henry wanted uh, to divorce his wife. He, he wanted to marry another woman, hmm. and he wanted to have two wives is what he really wanted. And so he split off from the Catholic Church. And made and created the Church of England. Uh, this uh, tradition of polygamy, uh, like Mark says, does go back. It predates Mormonism. Uh, I, I think, though, that we need to be careful that uh, you know there are uh, there are Mormons who are Christians. Um, at the same time, I, I understand that the Mormon theology believes that. At the same time, it is important to understand that the Baptist out there and the Pentecostals out there and all the other Christians that are out there, they are continuously being associated as if they are being Mormon. And when they try to talk to their fellow Baptists, talk to their fellow Pentecostals, talk to these other denominations, it is important that the Mormon believers understand that that's their theology, that's acceptable, that's how they fellow Christians, they are getting associated as if they are being Mormon and that automatically closes the ears to the other Christians when they think that polygamy means Mark, 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 not, not to get too heavy into that one point, but, but let me ask this. How did it get so associated with the Mormon church? Well, I, I think that it's uh, just, you know, uh, more public. I, I don't think that you, uh, it's more uh, concentrated in one group of people, you know, one uh, one uh, obvious group of people. And I, I think that, that uh, you know, Mark's uh, arguments are exactly correct. But, you know, here we are talking about polygamy and enlightening and, and possibly teaching the public about polygamy. And I, I think it's a good thing that people do understand the distinctions. Okay, let's try and take another call here. Kevin's in Manchester. Kevin, hi, good morning. You're on Talk Sport. Yeah, hi. Yeah, go ahead. How you doing? Yeah. I was just having a listen to your discussion. Mm-hmm. And um, I was uh, wondering uh, what the big deal is, basically. Um, please explain. In, in what way do you mean it's the big deal? Well, you know, if, someone, if a bloke has uh, two wives, yeah, mm -hmm. what's the big deal? 
Why, why are people against it, in other words? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a big deal, because in several religions it's completely acceptable or in, you know, different parts of the world, so... Mm. Okay, it's a big deal. Good question. Why, why do we get on a big, high moral source when we hear things about polygamy and practice, well, generally within the Christian faith? We, we don't like to worry as much when we hear about it in Islam. Uh, you know, you hear these kings, you know, uh, I think the different uh, Middle Eastern kings that have several wives, we don't bat an eye. But in, in America, or even in this country, you mention it, in the Christian world, Everybody goes uh, story crazy. Well, I think that it comes from a, a couple things. It's, it's, first of all, is you have a cultural indoctrination through the centuries that monogamy is supposedly the only way, which came through us uh, through uh, the, the Catholic tradition that established it a couple hundred years after after Christ. The and so the problem when we who are coming in Christian polygamy are talking to our fellow Christians, the problem we face is that other Christians are faced with this dilemma that what we're telling them is that every person they ever knew who was a Christian, every grandma that went to church every single week, they, you know, every single person, every preacher they heard about and all this, we're telling them something that is very, very difficult for them to bear, and that is those ones were wrong. And so we have to understand that and have serious compassion for them, and that's why that creates such a burden for them that they've got this background of, of cultural indoctrination that this is what they believe and what they've been taught and that so many centuries have believed it's somehow difficult to believe that all those people all that time could have been wrong okay. so we have to we have to be patient and we have to go forward with it at the same time we have to recognize we have to get that to them we have to explain it to them we have to express it but we also have to make it clear that this is not a fleshly thing because that's the next step because instantly fleshly men love this idea they'll just jump on mm. Oh yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, just a minute. I, 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 uh, what I'm going to do is, um, um, in about 10-15 minutes, uh, Mark, what I may do is leave you just for the standpoint of we're having technical problems and trying to bring up more than one call. But, but what I'd like to do, and then I'm going to give us a chance because I want to talk to Steve's wife and, uh, and and see if we can get other ladies who want to call in maybe just to find out on the practical side if that's okay. But what I want to find out in just a minute is. Will it ever be legalized? And if it is, on the other side of the coin, how do you then draw up a law that allows people the right to practice their religious beliefs, but at the same time protects women from the charlatans that are out there? 4,800, 4,050, 60 is our number. Charlie Wolf here on TalkSport. Uh, we still have Mark as well from truthbearer.org. Uh, it's a very interesting site to look at. Truthbearer.org. Here's, here's one for you guys. You'll just love this. It's, it's, it's good Christians and believe in a marriage. We were discussing this last night, and I checked with a divorce lawyer friend of mine, family of all guy. So here's here's a guy like this Tom Green, or like yourselves, who, who want to go and and, uh, and and make honest women of your wives, yeah. And and you could both be done tomorrow on, on bigamy, legally. Yet if, if I decided to be Jack the Lad, and maybe I was married to one person, uh, but was playing around, um, or, you know, not married to anybody, and just playing around, I could have Five girls on the go. They can all be pregnant. There's nothing they can do to me. Yeah, you see, that's that's the whole issue, then, isn't it? You know, uh, here's a here's a man who who has made honest women and, and uh, created a family. Uh, 
uh, he's the one that's going to go to jail. You know, the percentage of marriages that end in divorce is around 50 percent, and I don't know what percentage of those uh, involve alleged immorality or adultery. Well, actually, but, uh, you know, there there's a lot of people, lads, as you say, who just go out and uh, and do their thing, but it's all right. Yeah, we we actually have a, a very well, celebrated case, uh, the Marcus of Bath over here. Um, you know, remember the aristocracy. He's a, he's a bit of a druid sort of hippie. He uh, owns an estate called Longleat, which you may be familiar with in the sense that this was one of the first stately homes that had uh, a wildlife park attached to it that his father started. But this guy's an art, bohemian artist. He's got art all over the walls of his, and he is famous for, for what he calls his lifeless. So he's married to one lady, and there are, I can't remember, Robin, Robin, do you remember how many lifeless the Marcus Abbott has? He thinks it's about three. So, yeah, he's got three, four, and these are you not know, married. But they're, you know, women that he takes care of and, and, and has Congress with, sexual Congress with on a regular basis, and he's not breaking any laws. Yeah, you see, that that's correct. Uh, actually, in, uh, in the state of Utah, uh, adultery, fornication, sodomy are all illegal as well. But you don't ever see anybody going after these guys and arresting them and locking them up. Mm. And that's why the whole problem of the extra baggage is what gave the uh, political fodder to be able to have the ability to go forward and prosecute, knowing that this, these extra issues are what would up enough animosity Mark, I think, Mark, that that's kind of uh, not fair, having not known Tom and what really happened out there. Uh, it's not an issue about him, and it's not about me, and it's not uh, yeah, about you. It's about understanding what we're up against with the media propaganda, <laughs> and to understand that we have got to go forward with a positive message, and that... We have also got to have the ability to not be defined wrongly. Well, we can't be defined by the market. That's a point you've made several times. So, but let me, let me ask you this. I mean, as a Christian, one that believes in marriage and would find people living together an unacceptable lifestyle, does that gall you at all? I, I don't know. You're, you're in the state of Maine, aren't you? Correct. Um, I don't know if fornication is still on the books, but I can't think of the last time I ever heard someone prosecuting on the fornication laws. Well, I agree. I, I, I agree with you on that. They... You know, now, now you're getting into the whole Christian doctrine about uh, consummation issues and things of that nature. That would probably be... But it is kind of ironic that if, if I, you know, you guys are risking your, 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 your lives here and could go to prison for this, whether, whether, you're, whether you're going out and, and shaking your head about the benefit like, like Tom Green or not, you know, leaving that issue aside, yet tomorrow, if I wanted to go and play the field as Jack the Lad, and I had five or six girls going, I got them all pregnant... You know, as long as I'm taking care of them, I'm not doing anything wrong. Right. And there's nothing that they're going to take me to court over. And there's one step further. There's also what can be called serial polygamy, which is the idea, because we've got so much divorce and remarriage, that a man marries, divorces one, marries, divorces one, marries, divorces one, marries one. He's got a 
whole bunch of wives, and also a whole bunch of ex-wives carrying his last name. So what you got there, he's serial polygamy. Right. Let me try and take one more call. I said we've been having a bit of problems in trying to bring up callers. Let me get Courtney on the line, who's uh, uh, Houston. Courtney, go ahead. You're on Talk Sport. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like, I have a couple of my stomach friends, like, who are from. And um, the thing is, like, I think I didn't make a feel on that, because, like, Harry's, like, been all over the city and everything, and, you know, they didn't have somebody to be, like, in their religion as well. I'm sorry, sorry, Courtney, you got to speak up uh, just a bit more clearly because we're having problems with the phones. I'm sorry. Um, the thing is, with that person, they have conditions. And basically, it's like, they can't marry just anybody and as many people. It's like, they can't have more than four wives. Right. And if they can have a wife, it's like, it has to be for a good reason, like if she's a widow or if she's something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think for women, you can be like very dangerous if you don't have conditions, because then people like have 30 wives. What's the point of having 30 wives? There's no God. I mean, like if you want 30 wives, I mean, it's like nothing to do with God. God doesn't want, it's like it's okay to help in that sort of way, like what like, I think was Mark was saying. Yeah. Was he saying that? Yeah. It's more like there's no need to have 30 wives and like 60 kids. There's no need for that. And I think. What do you, like, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Guys, uh, actually, Steve, where do you draw the line? I mean, how many wives are too much? Well, I'll, I'll marry as many as want to marry me. Uh, but, you know, one of the points is is that uh, both of the wives that I have had children before they married me. And uh, so it gives an opportunity for a woman who, who has children to find a man who will take care of her and her children. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's not just for the creation. Of, it's, just not, it's not just making babies. You know, yeah. I, if that's what I wanted to do, I would be like Jack the Lad, and I would run about and, and do my thing and forget about it. Let me, let me ask you guys uh, uh, this one um, um, in closing with, with Mark, like I said, we'll stick on with Steve just because we want to get uh, his wife Julie on the phone and uh, we'll be in a better position than to take calls so we can uh, if other ladies want to find out what it's like to live in one of these sort of situations from a woman's perspective, uh, we'll have that, that chance so alright, we, we, we get to the day where we get this thing legal, well, first off, do you think it will ever happen? I mean, do, do, you, do you see it right at the end of the tunnel? Yes, I do, very very much, I, I see that we can do this, alright, so now let me ask you this, all right? Now, I don't know how to join if you do this. Okay, let, let me ask you this. Now, I don't, I don't necessarily know with Courtney that's a bunch of, you know, who, who's to decide four wines, five wines, or whatever, but how do you enact some sort of a law that, on the one hand, gives you the freedom of, of religion and expression, but prevents the charlatans or some of the stories that uh, uh, the, 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 we had the, the woman on earlier, uh, Rowena was talking about, she was saying, oh, you know, incest and, 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 and so forth and so on. How do we how do we protect uh, you know good people like you give you the right and we're doing it for Christian reasons and preventing some Jack the Ladder hears this and says all right lots of sex for me different life every night this is what we deal with with uh, with our ministry regularly and what we're what we're going for we have what's called the two pair agenda in your mission and with what's called the two pair vision of love not force in fact we even have a domain love not force dot com also uh, another domain of two pair dot org and the the way we need to do this is to express that this is not about the men, that this is about loving women. And with the message of love not for it is about the husband growing in so much love for the wife, to the wife, not for what she wants, but for what she needs, him giving to her, that she herself will embrace Christian polygamy herself, well, not just Christian polygamy, but polygamy herself, the 